Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen, along with Alex King and Carlos. I, I, I swore I was not going to script your name, but I'll probably do it anyway. Balaskita, did I get it right? <laughs> I got it. All right, hooray. You're on this Tuesday, this very happy Tuesday, October 23rd, 2018. It's 4 p.m. Eastern time. That's New York time here in the U.S., uh, but we're saying hello to all of our friends around the world, including uh, people in the Law of Attraction Changed My Life group on Facebook, where we're live streaming to today. Um, a lot of those people are based over in Europe, particularly in London and, and throughout the UK and uh, the Eastern or the uh, English speaking uh, areas of Europe. So we want to say hello to them and in Africa as well. But uh, really, they have members all around the world. So we're, we're speaking globally today, guys. We have to keep our global hats on. Which is a good thing. Nice. But, uh, so Alex, I mean, we, we, Alex and I had a, a fun time last week because Patty Framo, who normally does the Monday afternoon podcast with me, called in sick at the last moment, just minutes after I got off the phone with Alex and I called her back. I said, Alex, any interest in doing like a last minute podcast? And graciously <laughs> she said yes. And we had a great time. I got to get to we know did. you and so forth. It was good. So how you doing? I'm good. I had a great week. Everything's doing going well. Fantastic, fantastic. And of course, this time, last time we just did it audio only. This time we actually get to see each other, which is kind of cool. I know. It's a lot of fun <laughs> um, with the live stream, of course. And then Carlos, Carlos, I'm going to try one more time. Balasquita, am I getting it right? That's it. That's it. All right. See, if, if I say it like four or five times, I may actually remember it instead of having to ask you each time. So, you know. So, Carlos is also joining us as a new co host this week. And, um, Carlos, you and Alex have something in common in that you're both stand up comedians, which is a really cool thing. And it's something that I have to say deliberately. I've been, I've been doing it deliberately, trying to get people who have a comedic background in because I want to lift the entertainment tone of the show. But uh, welcome. Right. Glad you're here. How you doing? You got kind of a Steve Martin kind of look to you. A little bit, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think so, too. Except, believe it or not, he's shorter than I am. <laughs> I, I actually saw him once at a trade show. And, oh, really? And, yeah, and, and he looks a lot taller on camera than he is. I'm about five or six inches taller than he is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, I'm not sure if that means he's shorter, if it means I'm really that crazily tall, one or the other. But, you know, it's all relative, right? <laughs> yeah, the camera makes everybody look tall. It does. It does. <laughs> yes, that's true. So tell us a little bit about uh, Carlos. What, I mean, we got to hear a little, a little bit about Errol. I'll get the tongue going. Just give me a moment. But, uh, yeah, we got to hear about Alex last week. So tell us a little about Carlos. What's Carlos like? Sure. Um, let's see. I uh, started doing stand-up a few years back. Um, got serious um, in March when I quit my job. So I used to work um, as a marketing manager uh, for Amazon, an advertising manager, I should say, for Amazon.com. Um, and was kind of entertaining people every day for free. And so I was like, well, you know, let me try to make some money at this. And um, the the money is a little harder to make in comedy than it is in, in advertising, but uh, I'm definitely uh, more fulfilled. And so definitely coming to you from a, from a, from a good place. So, and yeah, just excited to be on the, uh, on the podcast. Uh, I told Walt before um, the law of attraction has played a huge part of my life. Um, you know, we talked about uh, dating earlier. Uh, we'll get into that, you know, in a little bit too. Um, but just in, yeah, in every role and every part of my life, uh, just really willing things into existence and knowing 
uh, being focused on kind of what it is that you want to get out of things and, and the energy you put into stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. I was very excited uh, to join the team here. Well, great. Yeah, we love having you. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more about your law of attraction stories because, yeah, you and I did talk about them a bit, but the audience doesn't know them yet. So you're going to have to you're going to have to share all of them. You know that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get to, to quite a few here. Okay. <laughs> so dating apps. Now, I have to say, quite honestly, I have been happily married for 19 years now. I've been with Louise for 20 years. And I got involved with her before dating apps were invented. So literally, <laughs> they are so completely outside of my wheelhouse that I will be following your guys' lead completely on this. I do know what an app is. I actually have a programming background. So I, I know that much about it. But in terms okay. of interacting with dating apps, I really have no clue what's out there. I know I, I have some idea of what's out there. I have no idea what's good about it, what's bad about it. Um, I have my own <laughs> preconceptions. I mean, I know what it was like in, in the old days, you know, before we actually had technology to find out how other people were. Um, but I mean, just that alone, that, that to me seems like the most interesting part because you guys are going after finding the right person, finding the, the best mate for yourself in a way that's completely different from what my generation mm-hmm. or any other generation before you has ever done. So, I mean, you guys are breaking ground. Do, do you ever think about that, Alex? I mean, you're the one who thought of the, doing this topic today. Do you ever think about this as groundbreaking that you guys are using technology to find each other? No, I never thought about it like that, but I guess that, yeah, that's, that makes sense. It makes me feel better about it. Let me tell you. Well, you're on the bleeding edge. That's what that means. You know, that, that's, where yeah. the, that's, that's where the term comes in. You're, you're doing all the bleeding. So thank you for bleeding. We appreciate that. <laughs> you're no problem. <laughs> bleeding and, and dying and it's, it's tough. Yeah. Definitely it's rough tough. out there. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. See, now, in theory, the the app is supposed to make it easier to find the right person, right? I mean, it's all computer programmed, and, you know, you plug in your information, and they match up with somebody else. And How often do they get it wrong? I have to know. Well, it's it depends on which app you're on, because ah. they all have mm-hmm. different uh, algorithms. Mm, that's true. So some of them match you up with who you're best compatible with based on what you like and, and things that are going on in your life. Whereas some of them match you up based on what you swiped right and what you swiped left on. So yeah, it it depends on that. I think, I think also to, uh, to your point, you know, back in the day, uh, you met who you were around, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. This, Oh, you know, I'm here at this bar. There's 20 people here. That's it. That's who I'm meeting today. That's it. Um, it's the Amazon effect kind of, you know, or the cheesecake factory effect. I like to call it, you know, where you have so many options. Like, how do you, how do you decide? You know, exactly. you go to and you go there for an hour trying to decide. So I think it's supposed to make it easier, but you know, sometimes too much choice makes it more difficult. I feel like, you know, you kind of, you never settle because you're like, well, what if there's something else? Well, what if, you know, there's something better out there? And that kind of mentality can kind of, uh, be a detriment, you know, you kind of start bouncing around. See, I don't but, know, that might be a dude's way of thinking, cause I'm never a grass is greener on the other side type of chick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, once I have something good, I'm like, okay, this is, this is for me, this is it, I'm done. Right. It doesn't I, last, but. <laughs> I don't think it, it changes you geographically, having lived in different parts of the, the US. Mm. Uh, 
So yeah, so that's uh that's also something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> well, it also makes me wonder about uh some of the things that I hear in the law of attraction groups, including the one that we're live streaming to today. You often mm -hmm. see posts from people who are uh, they, they met somebody. I don't know whether they met them through an app, but they met somebody and then the relationship fell apart and they're trying to use the law of attraction to get that person back, which from my perspective mm -hmm. seems like, you know, if, if it fell apart, it probably fell apart for reasons. So I'm probably right. glad that it did, but that's not the way a lot of people see it. And I'm wondering if it's because mm -hmm. of what you talked about, Alex. I'm wondering if it's because there, and what Carlos referred to that, you know, the fact that there are so many different choices out there, it's overwhelming. So you found somebody that you like, you don't want to have to go through all that again. Maybe that's what it is. What do you think? It's like reapplying for a new job. You have to start from scratch and you got to fill out the whole application all over again. So it's, it's draining. So you don't want to go back out there. So I can see how some people are like, no, I'm just going to take my ex back because I don't want to be back out in these streets again. Absolutely. I, I living in New York, when I lived in New York, uh, I know people that stayed with their ex because of their rent. Because of, man, if I got to live yeah. on my, I can't, I, can't live, I can't afford to pay a one bedroom. In, <laughs> go to New East New York and that's an hour from here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna commute an hour. You know, yeah. so oh, I, and I've heard people say that. So it is it's funny that uh you say it's it's convenience I think is is key. I think yeah. that's where our generation and that comes with with what we just talked about with the apps with you know and I think a lot of times the apps will give us in the convenience is um attention on demand, right? And I think that right. what people and what I've fallen into, and I, I don't, I didn't really like the dating apps too much because I felt like the things that I'm offering can't really come through. I, I don't translate well, you know, on yeah. an app. Um, but I did kind of finally like, oh, and then I got into the apps, right? And then, but then you get into this where you kind of message back and forth a little bit, and then that kind of goes, and then you find somebody else and you message a little bit, and people do that, and and it's so that um, they don't have to get up out of their couch to yeah. <laughs> feel that love. And I think, and, and, I, and I have had to catch myself too, because it's like, man, I'm not even actually dating anybody. I'm not going out on any dates. I'm just getting this little attention that I need. And now I'm good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, especially like when you get to 30 and you don't want to go out to the bar anymore all the time. I feel yeah. like a lot of people think that we can just find love you know, just sitting at home, she's going to fall into our lap and <laughs> dating apps kind of feed into that, right? Feed into that. that definitely. Notion. That's definitely what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that also raises a question in my mind and something mm -hmm. that, that kind of fits this really well. How often do people not use apps and find somebody else? It's very rare nowadays. Yeah. You'll even see on the apps, people are like, I'm tired of going to the bar, so here I am. Well, that's not new. That, that's been around for generations. <laughs> that, that, was like, that was like the, the first phrase you said to somebody when you met them. I am so sick of the bar scene. <laughs> that's been going on for generations now. <laughs> yeah. I know we don't do this. We both hate this. But... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, but we're here. <laughs> yeah. I think it depends on your friend group, too, because I've noticed that um, – because like I don't use a lot of apps and I have noticed that my friends don't either. And I think it's, mm -hmm. I think it's because like when you have friends that are 
very social. So I have a friend who's uh she she like puts stuff together. She goes like, oh, planning this weekend. We're gonna get a group of people. We're gonna do this and mm-hmm. and somebody like that as part of a friend group. You meet new people all the time, and I, I think it becomes easier. And you don't really feel the need to. I only got to an app because I felt the need after so long, and I was just like, oh man, it was kind of a last minute thing. Then I downloaded all the apps, <laughs> and, then went, and then I was like swiping. I think. I mean, <laughs> my started hurting. I started using my nose to go back and forth. But uh, within three hours, I had deleted all of them. I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, it depends on which ones you're using. Because I accidentally was using Tinder. I didn't know it was a hookup app until my cousin was like, why are you on Tinder? And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah. I'm looking for a relationship. And he's like, that's not what Tinder is for. And I was like... Oh, okay. Then I just delete this ASAP. <laughs> I'm actually curious. I'm actually curious that you, because you said that, I'm actually curious, like the listeners, if where you're from, if Tinder is for dating or if Tinder is for hooking up. Because yeah. I know that uh, that's another geographic thing that, yeah, you know, yeah, Tinder people use Tinder and they like go on dates and they, and then, but I've been up, yeah, you know, I've been the East Coast and they're like, oh, no, 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 don't even, that's like, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's 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 interesting you said that though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I I'm... fell into the Tinder trap. I just got excited <laughs> for swiping left and right because I just like to play with my phone. So, <laughs> but there's so many more apps out now that do the swiping. So I was like, okay, I can venture out into new territory now. So it's good. You know which one I really enjoyed was, and I have to say, you know what? Full disclosure, I'm still on this one. Is the only one I'm still on. <laughs> Is, uh, is Hinge. Have you, have you heard of the Hinge app? Have you been on the Hinge app? I haven't heard. Wait, is that the one that, that hooks you up with your Facebook friends? Yeah. So, or okay. it's, it's friends of friends is how it starts. Yeah. And so that was cool because it's like, man, now we have some kind of context, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the problem with me is that, or for me is, you know, the dating apps is like, I'm very, I'm, I feel energy. Like I give energy and I feel energy. And so yes. like, yeah. In, in the real life, you know, that's where I'm really connecting with somebody. And on a, on an app, it's just, that's just lacking. There's not that, you know. And so, um, but Hinge is cool because you kind of already had that context. Oh, like we both know this. We, we don't know each other, but we both know this person. Or, yeah. uh, that only goes for a little bit. I, I found out. Then even after that, they have like a cool, um, they have pictures on there, but they also have like questions you can answer to like, conversation starters so you don't have to fill out the i think the another hard part for people is filling out a, a bio about themselves oh you know, like, that's the worst <laughs> like, oh do you have a bio like oh <laughs> and I then there's so many words to put that you can put your little bio in it's like exactly. how do i fit my whole personality because right. i have a huge personality. So how do I fit that in 180 words? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and, and, and through these questions, it was easier. So like one was two, two truths and a lie, right? That's a, that's a common. Love that. You know, common icebreaker, right? So mine were, uh, you know, was on room, room raiders, right? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a whole day. You remember that show? The old baby yeah, show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, play basketball with an NBA player and something else. I don't remember. But the room raiders one, at, People, you know, that's a conversation starter. Oh, you were on room? Uh, no, I wasn't, but I got <laughs> to the table, so. 
But see, but, those uh, are the thirsty ones because they're looking for TV celebrities. So you got to watch out. So that was a good true. question. That was a good question to weed out yeah. the bad ones. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the one I'm currently on is Bumble. And I like it because it, when you match with someone, it gives the option. Well, the only option is for the female to initiate the conversation. So right. dudes just can't be all creeping on your page. Right. So that's the good part about that one. The bad part is you still get the randos who are like, so you want to hook up? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm here for. Like, read my bio. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm curious too. I, I'm sure it's a lot different for men than it is for women. Mm-hmm. I like my inbox might may have like one or two or three a week. <laughs> while I feel like most of my you know female or women friends have one or two or three per minute. You know, they just are coming in so fast. The different well, messages and the, do you find that? Do you find, is it overwhelming sometimes? Well, it's on, on Bumble, it's a little harder because it's based on your distance. So however, like far you want to put. So I put like, I don't know, like 50 miles away from mm-hmm. me. And it's based on that. And you have to, you also have to match with the person. So, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. so That's- you gotta, yeah, exactly. So it's, you both have to be attracted to each other at first. And then you get to the messaging. But so I probably only have one dude at a time in my, in my inbox. Like I, I like to keep it like that. I don't like to be that type of chick that's talking to five dudes at the same time. No, I'm saying, but for, for just cleanliness of your inbox, but also for your sanity, I, I heard, I don't know. So that's good that Bumble lets you choose. Cause I heard yeah. there's like other apps where she's like, look at my inbox and it's just like oh, 300. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like, I had a- and I, I had to get rid of them because it was yeah. too much. It was overwhelming. Well, how do you even, how do you even, you know, that's just all watered down. Even a good guy in there, you can't yeah. find it. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> so. I'm just trying to imagine. I mean, I was lucky if I met somebody once a week and you guys are talking about all these contacts happening every five minutes. I'm thinking, what the yeah. <laughs> and and well, it's funny that you say that. So I had a similar story as far as like not being familiar with the app. So I was in a long-term relationship for like about four and a half, five years. And right in that, right in that time when those were coming out. And so like the Snapchat, even the Snapchat and Instagram. Oh. Um, so when I had come out the other side of this, People are talking, now people are communicating. I don't know how to communicate with people. It was just like, (laughs) I came out of it and they said, you know, a a girl with smiley face on the Instagram post and then she hits you on the, on, on the same day on Snapchat and then she text messages you. And I'm just like, I don't understand where am I supposed to do that? You know, and then, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's very, it it was a very confusing thing. And I used to be great on the phone, like my conversation skills. Pick up the phone, call, yeah. a couple of hours. We're good. We don't need to like be talking all day. And now you have to be like, you have to be very creative all yeah. day and just mm-hmm. be stuff to say. It's, like, it's part of your, part of our comedian status. So it's like you have to be on like right. all day. All the time. <laughs> it's, it's tiring. Yeah. 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 That's, that's funny you say that. Yeah, it's, it's another version of that, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. I mean, 
talk about a completely different world. I mean, you, what you guys are describing is very educational for me because I had no <laughs> idea all this was going on. And I had no it's idea that that kind of street. pressure would be there because that, that's a lot of pressure, actually, that you're dealing with. It is. It is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to make it. Right. <laughs> no, uh, but where does conversation work into this, though? Cause, I mean, th- th- this is me. This is like the old-fashioned way. You, you meet somebody, and you just talk with them for a long time, and you're just getting used mm-hmm. to them. And, you're, ta- and you know, you're filling in gaps. Oh, you, you're interested in that. I find... Does that even apply? <laughs> well, yeah, when you get to yeah. messaging, yeah. You, but it's all it's all messaging back and forth. It's it's you're basically texting all day and you're like trying to get to know each other before you actually meet up in real life. So See, that, that to me is the hard part. That, with, that, that to me is the I hard part. Like, because, yeah. because because for me, if I'm meeting I'm forget a relationship, just meeting somebody I want to get, I want to, well, first I want to at least hear them. I mean, I interviewed guys both Mm -hmm. by phone so I could hear you. My hearing is my best sense by far. So I mean, I can just, I can just hear stuff and I just know. Alex, I talked to you five minutes into our conversation. I knew that I wanted you on the show. It was that simple. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. Carla, same thing with you. I just knew you were, you were a good fit. I just, I could just feel it. And the same thing happens when you're in face to face, eye contact to eye contact conversation because you get the Mm -hmm. body language. Right. Yes. You, you you get all the little stuff that you can't read on a text message. If I had to right. do it on a test, text message, I'd probably still be single. Yeah. Seriously. Which is why we're still single. I mean, uh, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not. It's not all that. I I still have good experiences like meeting people uh, in person. So mm-hmm. that's my favorite still. Um, but you do have to take a different approach now because I think that a lot of creepy guys have ruined it for very cool. Yes. That's not new either. <laughs> that's been around for a long time. <laughs> oh my God. So, but yeah, so it's, it's like, um, you just got to take a different approach. I think sometimes, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to be different. You got to stand out. That's the thing. Also, this is for the listeners. I'm going to give everybody um, my foolproof. This is just going to get you a conversation, right? This is not. <laughs> I'm dying. I want to hear this. I'm not guaranteeing anything, you know. Uh, <laughs> women's right to choose and all that. Me too. Uh, <laughs> but I do know that a lot of women are closed. They just are naturally closed off because of the environment, right? And so. Uh, what I like to do is approach the bar at the same time as a young lady that I would like to talk to. And um, I like to, you know, get the attention of the bartender and order my drink. And I look over and ask if I can order their drink. Mm-hmm. And in a, you know, conversational, oh, you know, let me get you guys some drinks. Where most guys go wrong is they think that buying them that drink gives them authority to now follow them around the club. So true. <laughs> also so, not new. Been around right. for a long time. Again, again <laughs> listeners, if this is one of you, this is not the way to do it. No. So listen up. Get keys. These are major keys I'm going to give you right here. <laughs> you say something funny or cunning or witty, and then you say, uh, okay, ladies, have a good night. Right. Cool. And you see a big smile and you go and hang out with your friends and that's good. And then you know what? 
They'll be there in a couple hours. They're going to be there. They're going to be dancing. They're going to have some drinks, and you're going to pass by, and they're going to go, oh, the guy that knows Let's And then now you're dancing. Now you're having the real conversation mm-hmm. because you didn't expect anything. You did something, right, because it was a nice thing to do, and you didn't expect anything, you know, and then it opened it up for a conversation. So, the guys, I think the keys are to – so it's kind of just take a different approach, you know, understand what the ladies are going through and why mm-hmm. they, you know, why they would feel like that. And so, okay, well, I'm not going to do like that. You know, let me, let me, uh, give them some space and, and come in and, and have a chat later. I think that's, uh, that's, that's uh, a smart that's move. Free. Yeah. Free 99. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool. It, it does yeah. make me think back to my own experience. I, I mentioned that I had like a horrific dating life just one disastrous non-relationship after another i was the Mm all-time champion at bad relationships and (laughs) i learned over time well actually i learned it most when i learned about the law of attraction long after i met louise why i kept failing so much and it's because Uh every time that i would meet somebody the first thing i would start to do is pick them apart in my mind and i kept giving myself all these reasons to believe it wasn't going to work now, did I do that mm. consciously? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But and, and it makes me wonder: is that something that still happens, or is that kind of got washed away because of the app revolution? Yes and no. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Alex. I was gonna say it. It, it does. It. It's still always in the back of your mind, like, okay, this dude lives too far away. You know, especially me being on the Cape. Like, are people gonna come over the bridge to come see me? Yeah. Like. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little bit out of the ways and because I don't like going out, it's, it's harder for me. So I'm like, okay, he's an outdoorsy type. I'm not going camping. So this might not work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's always in the back of your mind. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that takes me back to my point I made earlier as far as like never being satisfied. Right. Cause I, 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 I've heard this from a lot of people. It's, it's, um, friends of mine, oh, well, he doesn't this or she doesn't that. And it's like, mm. well, wait, that could, that could be so, but she or he does all these other things. And I feel like it used to be like, you just take the, the, you under, people understood. It's like, you got to take some bad with, with most good. And I feel like if you right. had combo, then we're fine. We're good. We're, we're hanging out. Right. And yeah. It's I the 80 20 rule, you know, right. you got to. And now you people are looking for like ninety five, right? 90, <laughs> you know, so there's degrees. I think there's, you know, because I, so I had the opposite problem. While I embrace people from the go, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> I don't see flags so till that right past you, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, way down the road. But I, 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 uh, I looked for flags. I went out of my way to find flags. I would invent flags. So yeah, we're definitely <laughs> oh, opposite. See? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're on we're on opposite spectrums, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm one that definitely would like, you know, bring girls home a little too early, you know, like mm-hmm. right. I met them and they oh, you know, but you know, you get to you get to find out who somebody is, like very quickly, and then yeah. So, you know, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just you know different, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I also have to ask you. For me, what helped me the most in terms of breaking my old patterns and I didn't even realize exactly what I was doing at the time. I was just doing it because it was fun was dancing. And, uh, mm-hmm. specifically there, uh, there, there was one little 
kind of era where partner dancing became big again. And that's when I kind of got into it because I never really liked the freestyle dancing, but partner mm -hmm. dancing I liked. And I actually got pretty good at that. So now all of a sudden I was having conversations. I was getting to know people. I didn't really care if I was dating. I was just like, wow, I'm actually talking with women. This is good. This is a great thing. And I, and there's no <laughs> pressure and there's nothing. It's yeah. just, we're just having conversations and I loved it. And that actually yeah. was the beginning of me kind of unraveling all that old mess that I had. But is dancing mm -hmm. still, for, for me, dancing was a big thing. Is dancing still a big thing for meeting and getting to know somebody? Not for me, because I'm 35. I'm done with the club scene. Like, I'm <laughs> over it. <laughs> yeah, for me, yes. Dancing, oh, go ahead. Alex, but sorry. I was going to say, back in my 20s, yeah, it was a it was a thing. Yeah. Okay. Carlos? I was going to say, yeah, dancing is huge. Actually, I tell my friends that, or, or people when we're about to go out, we need to find somewhere with good music because yeah. that is my bread and butter, you know, and it's not that it's, and it's great because, um, my group of friends, uh, you know, I think I hang out with people that are very similar to me and genuine. And, and what we do is we go out, we have a good time, you know, and it's, it's me dancing with my guys. It's like three, three or four guys and we're just having such a great time dancing. We're not even worried about, you know, meeting women or we're just having such a good time that people start to just, come it just attracts people and they, and they come and, and just dance with us on the dance floor and, yep. and it comes and it becomes you know what it becomes but that's again it's that you know giving out that really good energy so it's yeah. like there's a dance floor i mean i'm in that's where i'm at you know i'm definitely <laughs> so I, I feel you all i i, I could see you know i, see I was all. the same oh. way though i was the same way <laughs> just me and my girls and then but we used to hate when guys used to interrupt we were like ew mm. <laughs> Such a warm, gentle, Me kind friends, welcome there. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's always the creepy guys. It's never oh, the creepy guys that come up to you. It's always the creepy guys. So it's like, uh. Right, anyways, back to my friends. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny you say that. In, in Vegas, I remember my friends would go. We get a table, and a guy, a guy was like, "Hey, do you want me to bring some random girls to your table?" I'm like. No. Exactly. <laughs> well, what? So they could drink all my alcohol and I spend my hard-earned money? Yes. No, we're dancing. We're having a good time. You know, we can, we, we can meet people you know, on our own. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Apparently. Yeah, apparently you can have somebody. They won't like you or anything, but they'll come and drink your alcohol and stuff. Yep. Yeah. The thirsty girls. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I was just noticing uh, we had somebody commenting in the uh, the, the Facebook group, uh, and I wanted to see what you guys said about it. Um, I have to kind of paraphrase because it's a little bit disjointed, but she, uh, Vladimir says, I believe that dating sites as they were and what they are now are kind of really a different story. People forgot to go on the date and take the time to meet people. And mm -hmm. I wonder, what do you, do, you, do you agree with that? Do you think that's true? Yes. I'd say in general, yeah. But again, Vladimir, that's what's going to set you apart. And so that's, that's why I continue to do that. So it's like, I, that coffee, I feel like everybody's trying to get coffee, you know? And I think that that's, yeah. that, I think that effort is very minimal. It's like, Hey, if I really feel that I like you and I, and I want to get to know you, like I'm going to take the time and the, the money to take you to a nice dinner. Right. And I've asked people, I've asked for this dinner and that you get great conversation. I mean, that, I think that that's classic, right? I feel like that's, that's, you know, but so 
I think that yes, it's very prevalent, but at the same time, you know, that's that's a way of doing it differently that I think they can, they can set you apart. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also want to ask too, because this is the way Louise and I met. Is it still a thing that friends introduce each other? Oh yeah. See, <laughs> sometimes they do it unintentionally because now Facebook is a creepy thing. So like dudes will see you on their friend's page and then <laughs> they'll slide into your DMs like, Hey, I saw you on so-and-so's page, thought you were cute, thought I'd say hi. And I'm like, I don't know you though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, sometimes. The, and then I have to go back to my friend and go, okay, who's this dude? Is he okay? What's up with him? You know? So like I said, technology is a crazy thing. Yeah, I say, you know, friends, they, uh, they'll still say, Oh, I, you know, I have this girl that I think you might like, or I don't know if that works though. I, I've, I've, I've seen that in the past. I don't know. If, yeah, it, I, I feel think like your friends don't like, really know nice you. People, and I like both of them. So let me try to like mush them into one yeah. relationship, but it, I don't know if it, they're necessarily thinking about all the different things that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, also, I feel like my friends don't know my personality if they try to hook me up with this, with a certain dude and I'm like, what were y'all thinking? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> really, how did they respond? Like, oh, what are you, new? How do you not know me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it all depends on how it gets started. Cause in, in our case, Louise, um, there's a whole story here. I'll, I'll make the condensed version. She had a cat mm. that, that she had for like 16 years and he died. And she was all uh. broken up about him. And a couple months later, a friend of hers was asking her, are you going to get another cat? And without even thinking about it, she said, no, I'm going to get a husband. I'm, going to, I'm just going to find a husband. And she spent <laughs> the next couple months, really, asking every single person she knew. Um, now, you have to understand, a little background. My wife uh, was then a, a professional psychotherapist. So she has all that background to fall back on. Okay. And the first question she would always ask somebody is, do you know any emotionally healthy males? That was a really important thing, particularly wow. at that time, because there, there was a lot of dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, and she asked everybody she knew, and one of the people she worked with was one of the people that she knew, who also happened to be somebody who I knew through the dance community that I was part of. Mm-hmm. And Deborah knew probably, I don't know, three or 400 guys through the dance community. For whatever reason she thought of me, I have no idea why. I even asked her about it later. What made you think of me? And she says, I don't know. You just came to mind. I said, it was just one of those. It, it was just one of those things. <laughs> now, the, the, the best part of the story is two months before, I had just ended the worst of the series of bad relationships that had not worked out. <laughs> and I, I had literally uh-huh. gotten to the point in my life where I said, I'm done. I, I give mm-hmm. up. I'll be a bachelor for the rest of my life. I just can't handle this craziness anymore. And then within like a, a month after that, my friend Deborah calls up and says, hey, I've got a friend, a person I work with who wants to meet with, meet with you and so forth. Can I give you her phone number? And I said, do I have to? <laughs> that was my reaction. Like, I really don't want to keep going through this. This is painful. <laughs> she's, so she's trying to talk me. <laughs> so she's trying to talk me into meeting this person, Louise. And I said, Oh God, I'm not sure I can do this again. She said, just, just talk to her. So I said, all right. Yeah. All right. So she gave me Louise's phone number and we were prearranged to uh, call her up. So I called her up on a Wednesday night and we talked and it went out for about two hours. And we said, 
okay, well, you know, that, that's good. So made arrangements. I'll, I'll give you a call next week. I, I was not anywhere near ready to go out. <laughs> I mean, I, I still had all my baggage that I was carrying. Called her up a couple weeks or a week later, and this time we're on the phone for another two hours. Actually, I think it was almost three hours. And just talking, talking, talking. And, and it felt good. It felt relaxed, which was yeah. quite different from my usual experience with women. So that was a good thing all by itself. Mm-hmm. It, I still wasn't ready. So give me a call another week, right? Call the, call the next week. Another two-hour conversation. Well, after three of them, mm-hmm. you figure you got to kind of do something, right? Yeah. So I suggested that we meet. Okay, so it turned out we lived three miles apart. Didn't know. Oh. We actually shopped at the same supermarket for like four years and never saw each other, which is a something of a miracle because I'm pretty tall. I'm six foot eight. You, it's pretty hard to miss oh. me. Yeah, I, I'm like really, really tall. I did not know that. Okay. It, it, so so you, you see me in a supermarket, <laughs> you never. Six, three. <laughs> you are. Well, that is tall, but it's just not super tall. Yeah. So <laughs> this is like, you know, Michael Jordan tall, right? So, um, you know, I, I just was kind of surprised that she would never have seen me because, I mean, Everybody knows who Walt is. He's the tall guy, right? You always see him in the supermarket, right? But she had never seen me. Well, okay. So we arranged to meet at this this local restaurant, which was probably the worst choice I could have made because I'd never eaten there before and the food was terrible. Just really, Mm. really bad food. And we meet and and she shows up dressed kind of funky and she had this beat up straw hat on because she thought it was fun. And I saw her and I thought she was a hick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was the wrong vibe entirely. We spent oh the entire God. conversation with her looking down into the table and me trying to figure out how to make eye contact with her. The conversation <laughs> lasted about 20 minutes. We couldn't get out of there fast enough. And at the end, I, I couldn't even fake, you know, like, oh, I'll give you a call sometime. Forget it. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that saved, and she had a similar kind of experience. Hers was a little bit different in that she was just trying to get over the fact, my God, this guy is so tall. How are we ever going to fit together? This is crazy. This is not going to work. <laughs> so anyway, she goes home and talks to her girlfriend, Leona, from um, where she used to live in Mount Snow, Vermont. I ended up going to a party at the home of Deborah, who introduced us because we had this prearranged party we were going to because we all had birthdays around the same time. So we had this big birthday party. I show up mm-hmm. at the party and Deborah says, so how'd it go? And I said, oh, you don't ask. <laughs> it was not pretty. <laughs> this is not pretty at all. And she says, well, you're going to give it the three date rule, right? And I said, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? She says, the three date rule. I said, what's the three date rule? And she says, well, you give it three dates before you make a decision. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, do I have to? <laughs> I mean, it really was a bad vibe. But I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I called her up. And we went out again, and the second date was better, and the third date was even better. And a month later, we were together. Oh, yeah. that's but, a but, cute but, story. But you can see how there were, like, layers of resistance I had to break through. And yeah. there were layers of resistance she had to break through, too. Mm-hmm. And, and none of that could happen without all the, without all the conversations because we did a lot of conversing. So right. I hear you guys talking about doing it through apps and texting and all the strategies and so forth, and I'm saying – how could we possibly have met? How could yeah. we have pulled? I don't even understand how we could have done it under the current environment. It just seems impossible to me. Well, yeah. you hit the ball on the head. I think that's that's a lot of people's frustration. I think. I mean, that's my frustration is mm-hmm. that that exact thing that you're talking about is like, man, um, a lot of these are very superficial. Like that's what yeah. I, when I meet people. 
you know, that's what I'm saying. It's, I, they're like, oh man, you're funny or you smile or you dance or whatever it is that they like, but those are all things that are about me. They're not, right. you know, look at me, you know, right. I'm a supermodel. Not, we're not all supermodels, right? Ah! It's like, you know, you got to get picked out of a catalog, you know, that who's going to be picked and who's not, you know, and I think that's another thing. It's, it's not all. But what do you what do you think about timing though, Walt? I I think that's you know I, you know I, I know you said it was a little later in life and you were had you quite know, a bit later, yeah. Kind of thrown you know thrown in. Oh, I had thrown my hands up. I was done. Yeah, I, I was forty one <laughs> when we met, and Louise was forty four when we met. So we were definitely mm-hmm. both, and neither one of us had had a really really good successful relationship. She had had one that lasted about two years, so she had the record between the two of us. Yeah. But you know, no, the, <laughs> it, it wasn't Nothing. a pretty scene at all. <laughs> No, when you say that, it makes me think of, you know, speaking of the law of attraction, I think that sometimes we are actively attracting something Absolutely. that may not also mesh well with a relationship at the same time. Mm, mm-hmm. and exactly right. Both. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times we have to think about that. You know, I uh, recently with this change of career and change of, you know, with that came a breaking up of of relationship. And uh, I think a lot of times we can see negative things and be like, Oh man, um, you know, why did this happen to me? You know, and kind of get into a a very negative thought process. But really what I like is, is to look because, you know, when something negative happens, there's an opportunity or, or, or why, you know? And, And I felt like there was a lot of things getting moved out of my way for this thing that I had been, Yes, my life. And so, um, just be cognizant of that. That's my only, you know, thing, you know, to, to kind of say about that is that, um, don't kind of be down on yourself about, you know, not having somebody right now. You know, that's not, you know, Walt, you know, that 40 something, you know, it's, he had things in his life that he needed to, to kind of get done and get through to before he was ready for that. Uh, you know, opportunity. Oh, it was both of us. Louise Louise and I both agreed after we met, of course, we talked a lot about, you know, why didn't we meet before, you know, why did it take so long and so forth. And we agreed if we had met each other even five years before, we would have been running and screaming in the other direction Mm because neither one of us were in a good place to be ready for a relationship. It just couldn't have worked. So you, you have to kind of work on yourself first. You have to get yourself into a good place where you feel, you know, somewhat confident about yourself and you're relaxed with yourself and you're open and you're willing to interact with somebody on a relationship basis. Well, not, right. not, yeah. not, not a hooking up basis. I mean, truly, who's the other person? Do I want to spend time with this person? Do I like right. her? Does she like me? Do we enjoy spending time together? And that's exactly yeah. what it ended up with Louise and I. Fortunately, we, I mean, we just, we clicked. It was just so good right. just being with her. And I still, I mean, today we were just having a, a nice moment about it because we're thinking it's like, yeah, it's 19 years ago, but it feels like it did 19 years ago. Yeah. Well, that's great. It is. Awesome. It's fun. That's how it should be. It kind of makes up for the first 20 years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so what uh, what what do you think your particular thing is that uh, is going to make it work for you? What I mean, because both of you are single, you haven't really found that right one yet. What do you think is going to be the difference maker for you? Carlos? <laughs> Pass the buck. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden. <laughs> um, you know what? I th- I'm gonna keep dancing. I think Walt found love like like that. That's how I'm gonna find love. No, um, I actually got a really good 
advice from a friend of mine when I moved to New York. So I didn't know anybody. And he, this is advice for, from him to make friends. But I think that this is great advice in life and, and especially to find some, you know, a partner. And I think Walt, I think you, you have a great example of this is, um, do the things you love to do. Yes. And you'll find people that love to do those things, right? Or, or people in those circles, right? And so, um, you know, I think I'll find more success in those things rather than, um, you know, being on, on my couch, you know, watching Law and Order SVU and swiping. So <laughs> that's what happened for me. Um, you watch that Law and Order long enough, it's going to impress you anyway. So don't even do that part. Just skip that part entirely. <laughs> Yeah. And and the dancing part, um the dancing I used to do is is uh swing dancing, which is, you know, kind of a unique kind of partner dancing. And the thing that I learned most about it is if you go into it with the idea you're going to meet somebody, you are guaranteed not to. But yeah. if you go into it with the idea that you're just going to have fun like you're talking about Carlos, just you're going to have yeah. fun. I didn't meet somebody who was a dancer. I had to teach her to become a dancer. Well, but, in those but, but I met her through the community. I, right. I was a, the mutual yeah. friend was somebody I knew from the dance community. So I didn't actually meet somebody there. Well, right. I did. I met a lot of people. I have a lot of female friends, but I didn't meet the one that I wanted to be with there. And that's the point. You never know how it's going to mm-hmm. connect. That's like the yeah. social yeah. media thing, right? You never know who's going to connect to what. Yeah. But that's why I talk about the good energy, right? And yeah. it's like, you know, people will remember you like years later or mm-hmm. out of 400 men, she's like, you know what? Walt is a great guy. I just can't, you know, I can't think of anybody else but Walt. And and there you go. You know, so I, I think that's a good point. Yeah, just be the best you. Right. Because that's all ultimately who you're going to be with anyway when you finally yeah. find somebody. Because you can't mm-hmm. fake that. Well, you can try. No, you can't. You can try. It doesn't work, but yeah. you can try. <laughs> it's, it's how you end relationships quickly. <laughs> True. Or ghosting. That's how you end a relationship quickly. Yeah, I don't know if that happened. That's a new thing too, Walt. Where... Define ghosting. I've seen the term, but I'm not really clear what it is. So, <laughs> ghosting is say, the worst. So let's say this is a, this is a hypothetical, but let's say me and Alex start to talk or we have start, we're interested in each other. And so we start to talk and we, one of us thinks it's going really well. And then the other one just disappears from the face of the earth. Like if they, oh. Never... <laughs> oh, that's what just it is. Stop okay. texting, stop calling, it. stop all mm-hmm. communications yeah. uh-huh. for no but reason. Death, but online, you know, basically. Yeah. To yeah. You, you get no closure. Everyone else is still alive. To you, consider them now they're dead. Yeah. They're okay. a ghost. Okay. <laughs> so. And their memory haunts you. That's why I call it ghosts because the memory. <laughs> and then they haunt you through um so so they'll still check on your on your stories or your you yes can, and they haunt you Ooh, they go it just kind of just <laughs> continuously stay in your life like this and 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 so that's why this called ghost it's the latin uh root actually which <laughs> means the spook so Halloween is coming up, so I just wanted to give you guys that fact. Uh, there's, not, there's not a fact checking section on here, right? Uh, not yet, but you're you're encouraging one, I have to say. Okay. <laughs> there's not. We're gonna go ahead and say that that's okay. okay. I like I like it. I like your definition. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. You actually clarified something because I kept seeing that, and I 
every time I saw it, I, I just kind of shut up because I didn't know how to react to it. Like ghosting. Okay. What is that? Right. But now that you, now yeah. that I understand what it is, we actually had a non-technological version of that when I was in the dating realm. The Irish exit? Is that what it is? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. It's ba- basically, <laughs> uh, the, the person who disappeared without telling you why. You didn't have yeah. the social media, you know, following the ghost kind yeah. of thing because that didn't exist. But people who dis- who expressed interest and disappeared, that was common. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. and I think it's because, I mean, we ran into this not so much from dating, but when Louise and I moved from Connecticut to Virginia, we lived in Virginia for about 11 years. Mm-hmm. And Louise has a gardening services business. I had a, at the time, a, a website development business. And we would run into this a lot. You would find somebody you were trying to hire to come into your business. And inevitably, they would interview well. They'd say yes to everything. I'm so excited. I'm so enthusiastic. You say, okay, you're hired. And that you never see them again. Yep. It took us a long time to figure out what was going on. Um, but what we finally figured out is there are a lot of people in the world who have been trained to never say no. Mm. Because they got in trouble if they did. Oh, wow. Okay. The classic example would be like the Southern family being brought up by a Southern parent, a Southern father. Yeah. Most being agreeable, I think, right? Just like, oh, yes, yes. And and they're afraid of that conflict that would come from saying. Mm-hmm. Well, that plus also, plus also the, uh, the reason I mentioned the Southern upbringing is yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Like it, the authority figure, you always had to agree with the authority figure or you were in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it, when you're brought up that way, you learn, it just become habitual. You always agree because that's the only way not to get in trouble. Yeah. See, so I think you gave, I think you, you give people ghosting a little bit more benefit than doubt. Right. <laughs> yes. so do, uh, or I do, I shouldn't speak for every, for both of us, but I think that it's a little, and I, this is why I don't do it. And I'll tell you, I think it's a little cowardly to be honest. Yeah. Well, it is. Um, I think that in an attempt to spare someone's feelings, um, you make it harder for that person. It's like, be honest. It's, if, if you don't, I, and I think that people overestimate the reaction that they'll get, you know, people mm-hmm. aren't going to be happy, but we're adults, right? We can, we should be able to say, you know what? I, I don't think that this is going to work out like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I noticed way later in life, somebody told me this is you don't have to be friends with them after. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> I, I that didn't click with me. They were like, oh, well, we could be friends. It was like, oh, okay, cool. And it was just like, and I'm like, it's like all these women that are like in my life that are not really in my life. And I'm like, and somebody told me, you, you know, you don't have to be friends with them. <laughs> it didn't work out. And we just don't talk anymore. And I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. That's, that's exactly. <laughs> that is funny. Well, it shows how the technology is definitely added to and in some ways shifted the whole environment. I mean, there's some, there are similarities for sure, but there are also mm-hmm. some really significant differences. Ghosting. I'm going to remember that one. That's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm. that, yeah. That must be strange to be. Yeah, haunt- uh, Did they call uh, that haunting when, when they kind of hover? Is that haunting? No, I'm, I, that, no, uh, well, I was, ghosting. I was, that was, that was why you, the comedian part of me came out a little oh, bit. Okay. okay. <laughs> Yeah. Apology, apology. I'm just that, that's right. Hey, you know, I have no. Clue. But they do so. do that. They do still well, like no, pictures thing, yeah. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Check your stories. Yes, they, I don't, they, I don't they know if there's a name for it. Maybe I just created it. Who knows? But it should be haunting because I mean, you're going to call it ghosting. Why not? You know. Yeah. yeah. 
That's that's crazy stuff. <laughs> so okay, so no, I don't want to push that. I, I, I was going to put a, a, a pressure question on you, but I'm not going to do that. No, do it. Okay, so I'm game, I'm game for anything. <laughs> so, so how how soon do you think you're going to find that special someone? I don't think there's a time limit on anything. Because yeah. I see people getting married at 80 years old, so I'm not concerned. Very good. I, I, That's a good answer. I, I wouldn't answer that question. I, I used to feel, I think a lot of people, let's talk, let's talk about this for a second, because I think a lot of people feel like that. And it's like, oh, I want to have a husband or a wife by this age. And I want to have these kids yeah, by this age. I definitely felt that. I want to be a young mother and because I want to be a young father. I want to be the cool dad. Well, I want to do this. There's a lot of things that we kind of like put these limitations in our mind, right? The structure mm-hmm. that we want our lives to look like. And then when those things don't happen, then it's like devastating for a lot of people. So yeah. I think it, you know, once you get past that, um, you know, like Alex said, past that timeline, uh, fake, you know, structure that you're supposed yep. to have. Then, uh, really it's a lot easier to be happy too, right? You know, cause when it is, you have expectations. You, yeah, you just don't put stress on yourself. Like, mm. it, I, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm 35. So there was that construct of like, Oh my God, I'm 28 and I'm not married yet. Like, what's going on and what am I doing wrong? And then you're like, it's not that serious. It'll happen. If right. it doesn't happen, oh well. <laughs> This is good. That, this is a very healthy attitude. And I think this represents a significant shift for the better, generally, mm-hmm. generationally. Because when I was in the dating scene, that attitude was very rare. And from what you mm-hmm. guys are describing, I kind of infer it's, it's much more common now. If that's true, that is a very, very healthy trend. So I'm, I'm I don't know if it. it's common, though. I think it's just us. <laughs> you think it's just you, yeah, too? I think there's still the same, maybe the, not the same ratio, but like, you know, in my hometown, uh, a lot of people stayed in, you know, living around and they got married to either people they knew in high school or whatever. And they had kids early. And so, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with those things. I just think that some people, and I think it's not now more acceptable to, to wait and be like, you know what? I don't, if, especially for women, I think it used to be like, oh, you're not married and you're however old, like what's wrong yeah. with you? Especially from the, the moms and the other women in the family and stuff, but especially coming from the Hispanic families, that's, you know, what I've seen. But my, my sister is an optometrist, so she put that part of her life, you know, on hold and she really right. went after her career and, and that's acceptable now. You know, I feel like that's, I think that may be the, the more of the shift is kind of how we look at uh at those choices well there was also i mean back in my day the big thing with women was the biological clock i need to have yeah i, I need to get married i need to, to to meet him so that i can have my family because i want to have kids and if it doesn't happen soon i don't dare get pregnant anymore mm-hmm. yeah well now that women are having babies at 50 it's not an issue so. well, well they were having babies at 50 then too not maybe not as commonly <laughs> maybe that's what it is maybe it's much, become much more of a thing much more common that that happens but oh, yeah. what's happening? It's just it didn't convince too many people. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. Like I, I see people. I, I see a very like, uh, what do you call it? Like a very a pattern almost. It's like if you haven't been married early, you know, you kind of 
get to this age and right around a certain age, there's another shift of a lot of people just getting married. And it's like yep. people that, right? It's like this, I, and I'm not going to say any names, but I've seen somebody who got engaged and then that got broke off and the next person they went out with and then they got engaged. And then, you know, so it was, it was almost like, okay, it's, my, it's time now. So yeah. there's two ways of this. It's not just the, the getting married early, but right around 32, no, 30 also, I should say. Around 30 also, it's just some more pressure. And yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. And again, finding people, you find people when you find them. But, you know, if, if you can get past that pressure <laughs> without, you know, making a decision based on that, then, you know, I think you're all right. I think you're in good. Uh, good I think that comes with age and wisdom. Like, it took me a while to to get to that place where I'm like, it'll happen. Right. That's a good thing. Hey, we're running out of time. I want to make sure I get a couple of promos in before we before we're done here. Yeah. Uh, first one, if you're not yet a subscriber of the podcast, please do become a subscriber. Uh, most people these days know how to do it, but if you have a little trouble, you're technologically challenged or something, we've got instructions on the homepage of the website at LOAToday.net. And for our existing subscribers and anyone who's a new subscriber, we're asking you, please put out there on social media. Um, that you're a listener. It's been making a big difference. We've been putting that particular promo out, guys, for the last three, three and a half months and doubled our listenership during that time. So it's definitely paying off. Um, so, I mean, even even the older guys, we're understanding, oh, yeah, social media works. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please do become subscribers and please do share. And uh, I'll, I'll give each of you your, your, your last shot. What's your parting shot on uh, dating apps and, and you know, do them, don't do them, do something else? What do you say? <laughs> I say do them, but do them in a smart way. And don't I, send unsolicited pics to women. <laughs> that's been stupid for a long time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's too easy. That's yeah. the problem. With cameras on phones, it's way too easy. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that uh, assessment, you know, uh, date responsibly, right? Yeah. Uh, so... The apps, I say use them, but don't get stuck on the apps. I say a few messages. Let's go. Let's meet up. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk. Let's hang out. Um, don't get caught, caught in the revolving door or the revolving yeah. wheel, I should say. Uh, but also don't give up on the other ways. Uh, you know, there's, you know, meet friends, do things that you love to do. Um, join groups that you love, go to the beach, go to the, park, do things that you like to do and, and meet people that way too. So. All right. Good advice, guys. Really good. This is a good first show for, for us as a team, but I like it. Very, very good. Yeah. So um, look forward to doing it again. Uh, now, this particular crew will be here uh, doing the podcast every Tuesday, um, New York time, 4 p.m. And I uh, look forward to doing it with each of you guys going forward. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. All right. We'll be doing it. And we'll see you all next time as well here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.